And your health literally dictates how you show up and operate in every other aspect of your life. Your health is is literally your foundation and your ceiling. You're listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, and I am your host and wealthy mentor, Dr. Michelle. My mission is to empower conscientious women entrepreneurs to create a life full of abundance, purpose, health, wealth, and joy. In this podcast, you'll learn how to elevate your health, lifestyle, and surroundings so you can tap into your power, show up more confidently, and focus on what really matters, sharing your gifts, better serving your clients, and showing up even more for the people you love. This is today's businesswoman, the wealthy woman. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm talking about a frequently overlooked cause of adrenal stress. I know we've been having a little uh, pattern lately for these episodes, all talking about the adrenals, but you know, most of the time we talk about external stressors, things like work or events or crises or deadlines or finances or drama and the wear and tear that results on our body, right? But we also have to consider the internal stressors, the things that cause underlying inflammation and use up our precious nutrient resources, not to mention clog up you know, really important biochemical pathways. So today I want to talk about blood sugar balance. And this is a tricky one because what I tend to see is that most people don't start paying attention to this until their doctor is ready to put them on something like metformin. So blood sugar dysregulations start happening way before your hemoglobin A1C starts to elevate. So start creating good habits before things take a turn. The thing about really investing in your health is that the best time to do it is when you don't think you need it, right? At the very, very, very least, I always recommend working with someone who understands the value of preventive care because waiting for something to go wrong in your body or with your health is like only working on your marriage after a divorce, right? Only working on your business after bankruptcy, only studying for the test after you fail it, or only watering your grass after it's burnt, or only saving for retirement after retirement. You get it, right? So if you're like me, you know that the value of your health uh, is the most important asset you have, and your health literally dictates how you show up and operate in every other aspect of your life. Your health is is literally your foundation and your ceiling, right? Because if your health is only a 7 out of 10, you can't be a 9 out of 10 business owner, mom, partner, friend, right? At least not for long. So one of the easiest ways to start addressing adrenal health and overall hormone balance is to make sure that your blood sugar is stable. This means eating regularly at similar times of day, eating healthy fats, protein, fiber, and vegetables at each meal, acknowledging your food sensitivities and avoiding them, not skipping meals unless you're intermittent fasting, and making sure that your biorhythm is in check. If you missed last week's episode, definitely go check that out where I talk all about biorhythms, okay? So 
Now, I know there's a lot of misinformation online about whether or not we should eat three meals a day, you know, whether or not we should snack or, you know, whether or not, you know, grazing all day is what we should be doing. So let's talk about this first. Ideally, we should be eating three main meals per day unless we're intermittent fasting, in which case you're eating, you know, two to three larger meals within an eight-hour period of time. The reason these demarcated mealtimes are important is because our digestive tract needs to go through somewhat of a dishwashing or housekeeping cycle about 90 minutes after eating. It's like it's like a wave that goes from top to bottom, emptying out our small intestine, and that helps with digestion, absorption, and also rebalancing our healthy gut bugs, okay? So if we're snacking in between meals or we're grazing all day long, we're not giving our digestive tract that break or allowing it to do that housekeeping job, right? Which can lead to all sorts of issues, including blood sugar imbalances due to the internal stressors resulting from inflammation, toxicity, potentially leaky gut, right? On top of that, when you're snacking and grazing, you're likely not tapping into your hunger signals because you're not even trying to listen, right? You're just kind of grabbing things throughout the day, And so I actually invite you to ask yourself, you know, how much of that snacking and grazing is actually rooted in the emotional realm instead of the nourishment realm, right? Okay, so next topic, balancing your meals. So making sure that you have healthy fats, proteins, fiber, and vegetables at every meal is essential for balanced blood sugar. It doesn't matter if you're making a smoothie or a five-course meal. You need to have all four of these components. So having this balance each meal ensures that you're providing your body with slow-burning energy sources that will sustain you through till the next meal. Eating too many simple carbohydrates or foods that are high on the glycemic index or high sugar foods, right, provide our body with fuel, of course, but it's the fast-burning fuel. So we use it up quickly and then our body wants more. So this fast burn puts a lot of stress on our body because it jacks up our insulin response, which tucks all that sugar away into our cells, which then leads to blood sugar crashes, which then stimulates our adrenals to release cortisol to tell our liver to produce more blood sugar from stored glycogen. So it's obviously kind of a complex circuit, but... You can imagine that if this is happening regularly, on top of all those external stressors I've mentioned before, you can see how this can take a toll on your adrenal glands, right? Okay, so next let's chat about food sensitivities. I want to clarify something really fast because I know a lot of people get confused by these terms. So food sensitivities, food intolerances, and food allergies are all very different separate things, but we can put them all under the umbrella of a, quote, not so good reaction to a food or group of foods, right? Okay, so food allergies are associated with certain immune antibodies called IgE antibodies, and those can lead to immediate inflammatory responses, some of which can actually lead to anaphylaxis reactions or anaphylactic reactions like people who eat peanuts and their airways swell up. Not good. 
Okay, food intolerances are when we have something like lactose intolerant. You know, it's not necessarily an immune mediated reaction, but it still causes inflammation and usually a specific symptom or group of symptoms. All right. Now, I'm assuming you can see how food allergies and food intolerances can cause inflammation, which is going to add stress to our adrenals, right? Those are usually pretty immediate reactions that you can easily pinpoint to a specific food. And unless you're careless or, uh, you know, well-prepared or not (laughs) well-prepared, you probably avoid them, okay? So on the other hand, food sensitivities can be much harder to identify. And these food reactions are associated with a certain immune antibody called IgG antibodies. But the thing is, this reaction is a delayed type reaction. So it can actually take up to three days or so because, um, or three days or so to have that reaction. And I don't know about you, but I literally... I literally can't remember what I ate for lunch three days ago. Like, can you? Yeah. (laughs) So this makes it really, really difficult to pinpoint which foods might be causing the issue. And it's this exact reason why I use food sensitivity testing in my practice. It gives us a much clearer picture to work with so we can actually optimize your gut healing protocol without causing additional inflammation and stress in the process. Okay, and lastly, it's important to not skip meals and try to eat at the same times each day. So skipping meals has a uh, very similar effect to what I mentioned earlier when I talked about the blood sugar crash that comes after eating a bunch of simple carbohydrates and high glycemic foods without balancing them with healthy fats, protein, fiber, and vegetables, right? But Instead of causing the insulin spike, it just causes the cortisol spike to tell your body to uh, basically liberate stored sugars from your liver, which is why you end up feeling, you know, lightheaded, dizzy, shaky, and overall pretty shitty, right? So before we wrap up, I also want to say that I, I don't want you to think that I'm vilifying sugar, right, across the board, because I don't think it's helpful to deem any foods or food groups evil, um, unless we're talking about like Franken foods like GMOs or non-food items like Twinkies, right? Do those things even exist anymore? Anyway, you know, food and food, foods and food groups are are not inherently evil. Can we agree on that? <laughs> but it really does boil down to our relationship with it and how we can complement those foods to decrease the stressful burden it can place on our body. So if you know you're going to have something sweet, whether it be a piece of gluten-free pie or a cookie or even a piece of fruit, be sure to pair it with some protein and some healthy fats. And then, you know, maybe the next day, do an intermittent fast to allow your insulin levels to regulate. Okay, does that make sense? It's all about doing it smart so it's not stressing your body. Okay, so in summary, to keep your blood sugar balanced and kind of save the energy of your adrenals, you want to eat regularly and at similar times of day. You want to eat healthy fats, protein, fiber, and vegetables at each meal. You want to discover your food sensitivities and avoid them at least for a certain period of time. You don't want to skip meals unless you're intermittent fasting, of course. 
you want to eat protein and healthy fats with anything sweet, right? And make sure to check your uh, biorhythms, like check in with those biorhythms and just see how um, how your sleep-wake cycle is doing because that can also help to regulate your blood sugar. So if you missed that, go back to last week's episode um, and check it out. So that's a wrap for today. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you love. Also, there are only 14 spots left in my small group holistic weight loss program that is starting January 1st. This is an awesome program that literally resets your metabolism and I'm actually going to be doing it right alongside with you. So registration closes on December 26th. So um, just because there's a little bit of prep that needs to happen before we get started. So if you've been thinking about it, now is the time to do it. 2019 is the year of transformation. So let's do that. So to learn more about your metabolic reset, head to wealthywoman.co forward slash YMR for your metabolic reset. Otherwise, I'd really like to know what you thought about this episode. So hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM, or take a screenshot of you listening and tag me at wealthywoman.co. Otherwise, I will chat with you next week where I will share more awesome and actionable info. Chat with you then. All right, ladies, thank you for listening to another transformational episode. If you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? (laughs) You know my mission is to help inspire and empower women to share their gifts, better serve their clients, and show up even more for the people they love. So if you enjoyed this episode, leave an awesome review so more women can find us and join us in creating a life of wealth.